2: I'm sure our audience loves hearing that. What's up? Welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgaten. I'm your host once again Rattlesnake coming at you live from Austin, Texas. I'm joined once again by my co-host, Dakota Drake. Dakota, what are we talking about today?
0: Oh man, I don't know if y'all can tell, but I think it's a little name called Hendrix, and it's the little engine that could all four in the top four today. It was
2: dominance. So let's get it, dude. Let's get it. What's up? It's Chairgate coming at you live. Hello, come right in.
1: Rock, flag, and eagle!
2: All right, here we are. Uh, no comments coming in yet, so hopefully everything... Oh, shit. Sure. Give it time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, either Jacob or Nathan will be here to comment. So we were planning this episode of just to recap dover recap the race and essentially all that means at this point is just let's just talk about hendrick because we are all just <laughs> living in a hendrick world if you can't tell we're decked out in hendrick gear um i have chase elliot hat and the chase Elliott shirt dakota has the old school jeff gordon hat with the scum shirt <laughs> and scum pretty much hat, is man. hendrick so we figured that'll work as well um yeah my wife is a chase elliot fan so here i am Wearing wearing the Chase Elliott gear, the stuff yeah. I did not Look, think like I'd, a total poser. Lie. Total, poser. I know. Chase I really Elements, am. Get him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Nicoda,
0: what do you think of the race, dude? Man, where do we start? I mean, besides Hendricks, there were some good feel-good stories that we could get to, and some not-so-feel-good stories that we'll get down to. But here I mean, over. here we are again talking about Larson's race to lose, sweeping stages, and he's yep. the stage leader now of the season. And I mean, I even Fox was like, My picks Larson, my picks Larson. It was every single one of them. It was quite funny because, like, they don't do they'll always pick somebody in six, like, like, they ain't winning. Um, but that that made me laugh. But then it was like, Dude, like, how's Larson gonna lose this? And then they're like, Pit, pit Road woes, and the 48 wins off Pit Road and never lets up. I, I literally, like, when we got to like 50, 40 to go, I said. Bowman's about to walk off of this thing, dude. And, like, almost like Richmond, I was like, here you guys just snags another win. I was cool for Bowman in the 48 at Dover. I love that. Hendricks top four pretty much all day. What really had me was the nine failing pre-race tech. How many fucking races are we going to do here where the nine team just fails tech and they're like, he's going to start back. He's going to start back. I feel like after, like, multiple races, there should be some bigger fines there. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good discussion. Questions. I got some questions on that.
2: That's a good discussion as well because yeah, where do we draw the line? It does seem weird that does it okay, even starting, fucking matter. I starting from the mean. back sucks. I get it. Like it, it, it ruins your chance. But you know, granted, he finished. I think third. it was like P so clearly it was stage one. one, right? Exactly. So clearly it wasn't. He was in that top bad. ten.
0: Yeah, um, you know, and what's they always say? You know, penalty, and sometimes they're like, "Oh, it was this." Hey, Justin. Sometimes they're like. Sometimes they're like, you know, hey, penalty for this and failed weight, or you know, this arrow thing. Sometimes they're like failed inspection, and they don't say nothing. And then right. the, the nine's going to the back. Okay, cool. And well, the nine's in the top ten. Like, where where do we like? Hey, I'm okay with like green flags pit stop on the green or something. Like, have to make a pass through pit road, or after your third pre race tech fail, you lose your crew chief or something. Like, I just seem like there's like, eh, you failed. You're okay. Go to the back. And yeah. Oh, the, I yep. agree. Thank you. Just what I was yeah, saying, I think,
2: I think, you know, it, it's almost like a three strikes in your round policy or something. It's yeah. like, how many times are you allowed to do this and get away with it? Because clearly the the Chase Elliott team is thinking the same thing. They're like, well, you know, starting from the back isn't hurting them that bad. So Let's see it all we
0: again. We'll start last Right. Why
2: not just keep trying to get away with it? Because if Man they don't a- catch us, we're going to win.
0: They end up finishing P three. And I know we always have that bring 10 things, hope they cut, you know, they catch three. Maybe they don't catch the other seven deal that everyone likes to joke about. But it's like, dude, when they failed and then all Hendricks was running P four, I was telling Justin, I was like, is this not fishy to anyone? Like, what's going on over there? I mean, they all or they passed post race. Alex Bowman's a winner, but it's like seems a little like what's going on over there? Y'all are always failing. It really started at Phoenix last year when we won championship. Phil's pre race inspection is leading wins the first stage. I'm like, dude, this is horseshit. This whole thing's fucking rigged. But uh I mean, congrats. They got they got away with it. They got one all four. I think it was like since 2005, Roush had a top four finish with all their all their crews. And I think this is the first time since then. You know, the Bravo Hendrix every time. Bravo to Hendricks. Uh, oh, the first time for them. Yeah. I mean, it was a walk off home run. I mean, there nobody else had anything for him. They just kept swapping around. I mean, yeah. how about Alex, Bo- or Alex Bowen taking the win? We had Larson just give up a win, but, hey, he's racking off some speed. Chase Elliott, a strong third, and Willie B in fourth, an 11th top ten in a row. Very impressive, like we've talked about Willie B before. I mean, these guys are shining, dude. It's like Hendricks of the old.
2: Yeah, I think Clint Boyer kind of said it best uh, in the booth when they were talking about how good Hendrick used to be. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, at one time they had the best drivers pretty much like, yeah, in NASCAR I all that. together. Yeah. You know, they had the 88. You know, that would, it was kind of weird. It was kind
0: of weird. He went, he went, they got rid of Jimmy Johnson, you, Jeff. And Jeff was like, mm-hmm. Dell Jr. And he was like, Dell Jr.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, I mean, they were, you know, the ultimate. And a lot of teams we've seen where they, You know, destroy RCR is a really good example. Uh, A team that has a great driver, kind of puts everything together at the right time, becomes a really good team, and then struggles for a while afterwards because it's hard to replicate that kind of success. You know, it's almost like things just are there at the right time to work out. But it seems like Hendrick didn't really have that phase that much where they were struggling because they seem to be back on top, like they're dominating again just like they used to. If not more so, I mean, I'm not saying that these drivers they have now are better than the ones they previously had, but compared to the competition, the equipment they're in, and the, you know, trajectory of these young drivers, I mean, Hendrick is looking stronger than ever.
0: Dude, I like it. Like, I mean, there was, I think it was, it was years ago, but it was like Hendrick wins the first 11 races. And you're like, dude, I'm fucking sick of this in the fucking 48 and 24. Like, I'm tired of seeing them win and this and that. But, like, now, you know, I think two years ago, they are like, what's wrong with Hendricks? They don't have it. Nobody can finish in the top ten. They suck dog dick. But now it's like, dude, Hendricks is back, baby. We've talked about it all season, but, like, they are flexing hard. And I think I think Gibbs and Pinsky's like, hey, hey, hold up a second. Whoa, hold. And the Chevys are taking off, man. They look good all day. I mean, I'll take Kevin running top five most of the day, giving them, you know, a run for their money, but he could not keep up. Joey well, he finished so, outside the top five. Yeah, he slipped back to I six. I just wanted to remind you that. Joey Logano came back for the t- the top five. He had the better tires. I give it. Joey looked like shit all day, and he, he had that good late race run. Good right. for him. Uh, well, RCR in the top ten. Two more Chevys. I and mean, I think I think kind of what day. we
2: kind of what we mentioned prior also was that guys like Alex Moman and William Byron, they were young. They seemed very talented, but they were young. They needed some time. And now we've said this the past two episodes that this is when we're starting to see the success of those young drivers. And yeah. it's like Hendrick really just played all their cards, right. A few years ago, getting these drivers and just determined to make these drivers work. It's like, like they're this was their team. little
0: seeds. Like, yeah, these guys are retiring, but wait till
2: you see this shit. Right. It's like every other team will pick up these young drivers. And in a couple of years, they just drop them because they're like, ah, oh, they're just not doing what we want them to do. It's like, well, yeah. they're not running for a championship because they're a young driver. They need like two to three years to really exactly. excel. Uh, Hendrick knew that, I think, and they were like, look, we have the talent in, in, in these drivers, but they just need some years on other. Oh, shit. We're having technical get difficulties. You froze.
0: You're freezing, dog. You're freezing. I can't hear you. Hold on. I hear you. All
2: now. Right. you, you hear me?
0: Me? What happened?
2: Technical difficulties. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. You,
0: you were talking and you just went blank and I was like, oh, shit, is this my stuff? I started clicking buttons.
2: I don't know. I don't I know. know. It could be either of us at this point. Yeah, Um, internet,
0: you know, Elon Musk. So, anyway,
2: yeah, my point to that was sorry for the audio listeners because y'all have no idea what just happened to your phone. But my point was uh, every single driver on Hendrick right now, all four of them seem like drivers that will at least be competing for a championship in the future. You know, one has a championship. I could see all four of them, though. Dude. In the future, contending for championships.
0: What a heavy flex! If it was the final four and it was the twenty-four forty-eight. Look, final I don't know nine. if that'll ever happen, but if it does, yeah, that would just. be Oh, dude, you'd you'd have to jump throat. on top of the merchandise and just like Hendrix baby. Like, oh, that would be insane. I don't think that would happen, but that would be freaking nuts. How about like Alex Bowman? To like, I'm whenever he wins, I'm kind of like, hey, cool, Alex Bowman got the win. There it is. Yep, my and- point is happening. He won. Did the classic Johnson burnout on the walls, crew? I love to see it. They interview Thick Rick, and he kind of gets out, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm excited." The 48 won, and we're cool. It's Alex Bowman. Do you expect anything? I know, dude. And I'm sitting there like, dude, I could like this guy because he can drift his Corvette. He's kind of he wears Vans. He's a little bad boy. Listens cool music, but he has no personality. Like no personality at all. He's just like, I'm excited. Like the fan. He's like the fans. Ha ha. Ricky Bobby, and it was like <laughs> that dude, was a funny. Man. Ricky Bobby joke. Yeah, it was funny. I gotta give like, it to
2: him because the car was on fire behind. Me yeah, he said yeah. About Tom Cruise, and I was like, that's pretty they, good.
0: Like they panned out, and he literally like wasn't even smiling. And I was like, man, maybe he's taking it all in. I don't know, but like I want him to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, we fucking won, fuck everybody. But uh, it was it was wild, man. I I mean, I'm glad he did a burnout at least and the flames I made it for a good race version. I'm 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 about up to here with these pit re- or pit or you know front stretch interviews. I've been preaching that for years, but um let's get back in victory lane and see some actual actual victory lane celebrations.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like I said it's Alex Bowman. For whatever reason when you're on, let's say Twitter, and you find Alex Bowman fans it almost yeah. always is people with little a- anime as their like avatar. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is, but there's a NASCAR, yeah. there is a sub like fan base within NASCAR Twitter that is just anime fans where all their profile pictures are anime. And they all seem to love either Chase Elliott or Alex Bowman. I don't well, understand. Well, that's like
0: what well, they just made that shirt.
2: <laughs> Where that came they from? made
0: that Alex Bowman shirt that's like, nobody likes us anyway, or whatever. And I'm like, I kind of like it. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, really? They, that's actually yeah, funny. I yeah, like it says a quote. It says, Alex Bowman says, nobody likes us anyway. But I'm like, dude, if I was like a diehard Alex Bowman fan, I'd be offended. I'd be like, dude, I'm like your biggest fan. What the fuck? No, but I think you're part
2: of that. Saying like, yeah. nobody likes us. Like, yeah, we're, we're unit, this group. Like I kind of like that. It's, it's like, uh, Cleveland sports. They have those shirts that say like Cleveland versus the world or whatever. Um, yeah. Or is that Detroit? I can't. One of those shitty shithole city. <laughs> uh, they have like a them versus the world. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like I like that concept of it's like your group versus everybody else. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's cool. A but different. I just can't that's be different. part of that group because it would be me like a normal person. And then a bunch of like 12 year olds with anime f- things. And I'm just that's like,
0: d- like weird Side of Twitter game, like you cheers, know. yeah. Oh, uh, like yeah,
2: dude, drinkings for
0: losers. You're like <laughs> uh, oh shit.
1: Like, but about, the, how, about the Chase,
0: how about He's... the Chase Elliott fan? They kept shouting out the stand, dude. That guy was like, Yes, that's somebody's
2: uncle. Did that you guy, and shit? Yeah, dude. He yeah. was like
0: slapping his buddies and just like you know, he was roasted all fucking weekend. Oh, he was awesome. I love yeah. that they kept going
2: back to him. I hope he becomes like a meme. Going forward in NASCAR. Yeah. Also, the guy that's dressed completely like Kyle Bush. Yeah. Just dude. Posted up by and himself then he was the showing
0: grandstand. out. He was doing the bow and shit. And I was so like, Yeah, okay, he did the dude. bow right before. <laughs> yeah. I know sometimes they'll film people in the stands and they'll just be like, they'll
2: just be like No, uh, Dover was yeah. the Dover fans yeah. were getting it. And it
0: looked packed, man. It looked it? it looked it looked like a stout crowd for Dover, man. Packed.
2: I think it was about 30%. It I mean,
0: looked awesome. There were no masks on Pit Road. Everybody was having a good time. That's true. Yeah, people were just having a good time. I loved it. How about, you know, Rick Hendrick looking thick, boy. He's been on that quarantine diet, and Rick is looking like a snack.
1: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere
2: this is possibility powered by shopify start selling online today sign up for a free trial at shopify.com free 22 shopify.com free 22 shopify.com free 22. internet connection required not available on mountaintops or sea floors yeah yeah
0: dude, i was showing them i was like god damn rick where you been
2: dude I mean, I've been hearing about how Dover is supposed to actually be a pretty fun track to go to. Uh, It's definitely not one that I've ever had on my list, which uh, on Wednesday we're going to get into, for anybody listening, listen to our Wednesday episode, we're going to go over our top five bucket list races, not just tracks, I guess we can do tracks really, but specifically races, like the Daytona 500, right? There's multiple Daytona races, but let's be real, it's the Daytona 500, which so, five so,
0: races would the boys like to go to? They exactly,
2: event? exactly. And so well, there's plenty for me. I know because I've only been to like a handful of races, or at least a handful of tracks specifically. So that'll be a really fun episode. But I've been hearing at least this week people saying like, "Hey, Dover actually a pretty sweet place to go." Uh, and are you are you aware that it's in Delaware? Right?
0: Yeah, it's. And then they. Is, I was really surprised in the pre-race. I don't know if you saw. They were like. Doing this whole, like, Patriot thing where they were, like, they were, like, you know, the first state succeeded from the British. Delaware. Is that a real thing?
2: Yeah. Were they the first state?
0: Delaware was the first state of the 13 colonies. I'm not going to give you a history lesson. But, like, they did a whole little spiel in the pre-race, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, Justin loves Delaware. And it was, like, dude, holy, like. I'm surprised there's like showing this. It's a little, This like, is.
2: I'm, I'm going to be honest and no offense to people from Delaware, which I, you know what? I'm not worried about offending people from Delaware. There's like 13 of you, so I'll be fine. But uh, to be completely honest and Dakota, correct me if I'm wrong. It's one of the States that you forget about.
0: Yeah. I mean, I forget it's a I'm state. I'm going to be, really. honest. I thought it was Thank like you. Town. It's
2: like, it's like Rhode uh, Island, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Delaware. I forget their States. Oh, and Maine. I just forgot to even include Maine and in the uh, States shit. that I forget about. All those little states up there. I thought yeah. Delaware was up by Maine and Rhode Island. And it's I had to like look a on a map. It's by New like New England-ish. Jersey and Maryland and shit. And I was like, it is, that's like a whole different place. It's there like over by time, Washington, D.C.
0: There was one time I had a layover in Philadelphia and I flew over Dover. Like, I look, I'm hmm. just looking out the window and I'm like, oh, shit, that's a racetrack. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, dude, that's Dover. Like, I said, I was like, that's Dover. Oh my God. I just I don't understand.
2: I just don't understand why that state's not just like part of Maryland. It's just like Maryland kind of comes down and jolts out. I don't know. know. My whole point is I would have never thought about Dover being on my list for tracks to go to because it's in a state I forget about. That's even a state, and I'm down to try it out, though. If somebody was like, hey, man,
0: come up to Dover. I got you. Like, I'll, you know, come with us. I would go regardless. Yeah, yeah. if somebody had me, like, an escort and, like, would (laughs) – Kind of hook me important. up where to go. I meant, like, pick me up from the airport, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know I wouldn't know, where to, go. Yeah, go. I wouldn't know where to go or do anything, but I would go to a Dover race if somebody helped me out. But, That's the
2: thing. I would go to if somebody was yeah. like, hey, we got these tickets. You should come out. But it's yeah. never been a, a race. It's kind of like Michigan, how everybody really up north hypes up Michigan as, yeah. like, the northern Talladega. Her Midwest. I don't know what you consider Michigan. It's I'm fucking calling weird. it
0: North. I'm calling it North. We can it's... just call it Canada
2: at this point, right? I mean, yeah. it's pretty much Canada. So it, it's almost like Dover's seeming to be kind of like that from what I'm hearing. People are like hyping it up. And I'm like, that is a track I've never thought about going to. I forgot it's in a, even in a state that exists. <laughs> so I'm, I'm talking all this shit. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is I'm down to try it out. Like I oh, would yeah. be willing. I think it, not this year. But maybe next season or something, Dakota, me and you can figure out a way to get to these, like, northern tracks. And we can try out something else that we're not used to.
0: Oh, shit. Like, I, you know, I've been talking to a couple friends on Twitter. I might have a couple of things lined up for us down the road.
2: Yeah, if we could do Michigan and Dover and Pocono. Like, I I feel like even, you know, there you see. I feel like NASCAR doesn't ignore the those races because they race there but content creators fans stuff like you know a lot of us kind of forget about those tracks like i don't mean to sound yeah. like dick but it's just a lot of the nascar fans are in the south and so we don't go way up there and i think it'd be kind of cool for us to go it's a the thing check, to do some damn stuff.
0: drives yeah I mean, it's one thing to fly but it's like dude how shit how like we're well, chasing them
2: from Garage Guys. Hey, uh, shout yeah, out Garage yeah, up Guys.
0: There. They were rocking it this weekend yeah. in Dover, man. They'll be
2: with me this weekend in Austin. Oh,
0: yeah, can't wait. You give them the home tour on the
2: Texas. Field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll wear my cowboy hat. Make them feel good. Make oh, them feel at dude. home.
0: I want to see the shotgun showdown. That's what I want to see.
2: Well, it's uh, not going to be a showdown. It'll well, be an instruction manual. I
0: got I got you in my ring is what I'm saying. I'm putting, all, yeah, I'm putting I hope everything so. on.
2: They like to bet, yeah. I'd like to see that. I I think I'm at like plus twenty five hundred.
0: Yeah, you need to whip out like a thousand dollars and be like, "Bitch." (laughs) (laughs)
2: So, so I also I want to mention, other than just Hendrick, is what you mentioned a a little bit a second ago, is the Chevy camp. All the Chevy cars. They were performing well. My boy Austin Dillon was performing well until he decided he didn't want to perform well anymore. Very Austin Dillon thing. I Um, what
0: happen right there because he was running. running Dude, I have
2: no idea. I but that's what happens when you're an Austin Dillon fan. You're watching him and he's in the top ten. and You're like, oh hell yeah, dude, he's running clean. Well, for a while,
0: Redick was seventh and he was ninth, and I was like, dude, good, good for them. Yeah, I I know, and
2: they were both running up there. I didn't even. I think at one point they were both. Yeah, front – they were right next to each other. I'm like, this is good. They got the teammates, and then they got all the Chevys with them. Yeah. I was like, I think they're going to finish really high. I mean, Suarez as an
0: affiliate just, finished P9.
2: That was another so, one I wanted to
0: bring up. Yeah. Where okay. the hell did that
2: come from, Daniel Dude, Flores?
0: that strategy literally worked out. And, I mean, we can get into the package here in a minute, but, like, I think this was one of the better Dover races we've seen the last couple years. It was kind of like track position really mattered, but there was guys kind of coming to the field, kind of going – but like some guys didn't hold on a, on the old tires, and some guys did. Reddick with the eighth, Hamlin didn't go nowhere with his new tires up to seventh. Cole Custer came through for P ten was just really what he needed for his shitty ass season. Um, Suarez with the P nine, Reddick P eight. Like the that's the RCR camp right there. Give Suarez Reddick is when Reddick can like kind of just get some old good tire runs. Like he can wheel it, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to Austin. He was up in the top ten late. I really like that hook fishing scheme. That car looked good. Did you? I think the yeah.
2: pink team, I liked the sponsorship. I even went to the website, and they had Austin Dillon, like, on the front yeah. page and stuff. And I was like, that's cool, you know? And I was, looking, I was like, I might buy some shit right now, honestly. Yeah. And it was like, here's Austin Dillon's favorite, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So, I like the I sponsorship. It. I just uh, thought it was kind of boring. I thought it was a little plain. For I, such a cool sponsorship, I almost want to see something more like he had with that, like, pfg fishing you remember, remember that the, one the real
0: the real tree like real tree camera. yeah thing? that's that really was good they ran that bristol
2: yeah um, that would dude, have been something like that i was like i speaking like speaking of the chevy fishing. camp
0: man finally saw some life of kurt bush i know he ended up p13 i know right he was up to p5 at one point in the second stage i think early third stage and it was like, dude, Kurt, yes, like, you needed this run. I know he didn't get the finish, really, but P13's good for them at this point. Yeah, he was running season.
2: surprisingly well. He's been completely irrelevant all season. I thought the same yeah. thing. But one, I think we have to mention, especially, you know, this we got to bring it up because – we mention him all the time. I always talk shit. <laughs> Bubble Wallace was scrapping
0: in P eight for a minute. I he mean, was, I was like, I was like, I was like, I think he's about to
2: finish <laughs> with his first top ten finish, uh, for this season on the new team. And I was like, I'm gonna have to bite my tongue. Go back, you know. I've been saying I don't think he'll ever get a top ten finish this whole season unless it's like a Daytona or Talladega. But he, it, when he was running up there, I was like, shit, I'm gonna have to. Say I was oh,
0: fucked up. Well, I thought too, cause like I was like I was thinking he was running P ten for like with like ten to go and Custer was coming, and I was like how hard is he going to race Custer for this P ten? Is he going to fuck it up into the wall or something? Bring out caution. Like I was like, but I guess when he fell back to P uh, P well, eleven, he finished eleven. Yeah, he finished. It was just great for them. And I actually right I ahead. actually
2: respected his driving a lot more in this race because I, I yeah. thought the same thing when Joey Logano was going for that pass when Joey Logano was on his tear, you know, looking yeah. towards the end, looking like he actually might catch up to the the Hendrick team. Um, Joey Logano passes him. And when he's coming up behind him, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what's he going to do? Like, what yeah. is Bubba going to do some stupid late block? This, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was worried about that, but he didn't. He was like, he's got the momentum, you know, whatever. He, and and Bubba ended up finishing 11. He didn't make any sloppy late blocks. Uh, everything seemed pretty clean on his end, and he drove pretty well. I know he didn't get that top 10 finish, but I got to say I respect the way he was driving, even though he didn't get that top 10 finish, yeah, I, think he and I, drove fairly I don't even well. think
0: this is one of his better tracks. I mean, they did no, this, that's why I was surprised. They did the strategy there on staying out, which played off mm-hmm. pretty good for him. But it's like, okay, Bubba, you know, this is these are the runs you need to build off of, right? It's exactly, like, get these top 12s, top 13s, whatever you get, a P9, I don't care. Was like, stop screwing up. Stop making dumb choices. If he can law. start finishing
2: around top 10, people will start to respect him a lot more and be like, yeah, okay, right. maybe we were wrong. You know, maybe he actually can do this. So, well, was one I he would be one of those people, in fact.
0: Before that strat, he was running like P20, P19, about where he's running every week. And I saw right. like three or four different Bubba commercials every freaking commercial break. <laughs> right. well, and I, mean, I was like, why are we seeing this dude on commercial right now? And I know why, but I was like, like, this dude's <laughs> running P20, dude. Um, but hey, good for them, good for the McDonald's team. Rosh has Sainfish about where he does every freaking week, uh in like P15. Uh it was it was kind of like, man, who I mean, who were some big losers? Um Brad K Brad K ran good, like he was kept kind of seeming getting loose into every fucking body in turn one and two. And uh Chris Buescher, man. Chris Buescher was really strong in the first half of this race. He ran all the way up to fifth. I was like, I dude, know what happened. I was like, Chris Buescher's Buescher? got that speed today. Ends up P 17. That was I- really
2: disappointing because didn't, um, didn't Dale in the last episode really hype up Chris Buescher for this race as well.
0: I don't remember. Oh yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. Caught, I'm pretty sure he Bush-
2: was hyping up Chris Buescher and saying yeah. like, Oh, and- he'll come through. And I was like, you know, I'd love to be surprised. Because he's from Texas, Another and so one, when he was running around the top five, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, you know, maybe Chris Buescher is going to do it, but yeah, him finishing, they, you know, just above just top top off twenty. At the end. I was like, "Dude, that's so disappointing." I can't like, open like, we like a doing. motherfucker,
0: but can't close? Right. Um, who really fucked the football here was the nineteen team. Knock it home run last week and then we're totally irrelevant Did they today.
2: The football is that yes. a thing? Is that a a, there's thing. no way that's a saying.
0: Well, it is now. So the 19 <laughs> team just really like screwed the pooch on this one and missed the mark. I think it was that ugly ass potato salad on the side of the car. Uh, <laughs> to start on pole and NP 19 with such a dominant team, they, they can be. It's kind of weird. Like, they were irrelevant. I know he got well, some nose damage on pit road or something. Yeah, like.
2: so he got some nose damage, I think. That yeah, probably, but he was
0: like 13th when
2: he got the nose damage. I think that probably affected his arrow a lot. But it um, was weird. I would say he was the biggest loser for this race just yeah. because everyone picked him as the lock. Oh,
0: yeah. Dude, like, well, everybody on
2: Fox, was, last I picked him we as my lock. week, we were talking about
0: picks. I mean, yeah, my 19 car.
2: Everybody, because he, he's he been on a tear, he has three wins, he won last week, and it's Dover, which is like one of his best tracks, so everybody was like, well, it has to work out. I put money so, on the 19 cars. screwed me entirely. Well, yeah, you can't put money on it, because the odds aren't good enough, Yeah. anyway, um... Yeah, it, that was the. I think he was the biggest loser of it. And something, <clears throat> something was wrong from the get go. Like you said, even when he got the damage, he was thirteen. So I think something was wrong from the get go. Like it, yeah, they just, I think they just missed it. They just right. missed it.
0: Uh Another team that screwed the pooch. I completely. I was about to say Matt Dibenedetto and yeah. a, or Christopher Bell were totally irrelevant. I saw another one. but I expected those cars to maybe be top fifteen, top ten, like up there scrapping. I never saw... I saw a 21 get lapped a couple times. I never even saw the 20 today. I think it was running the yellow Stanley car or something, but, like, I never even saw him.
2: Christopher Bell was, in our last episode, was my wild card pick. And Dale, I, totally I think, picked up. him as the lock of the week, in fact. I mean, Christopher That's Bell, up. we were hyping up big yeah. time. Yeah. Um, because, because it was kind of like... I was saying Truex is a lock of the week just because it's so likely... But as Dale was yeah. mentioning, it's like, well, if you're betting, Christopher Bell would be the better pick because of the odds, you know, or it's a way better payout. And so everybody's kind of hyping up Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell, um, Kyle Larson, obviously, we're always thinking it's going to be pretty good. Uh, and, and obviously he performed well. But I would say, yeah, Martin Truex Jr. is probably the biggest loser this race. And then Christopher Bell would probably be right after him, in my opinion. Uh,
0: Yeah, it was just totally weird how, like, I he didn't even give him them- – a turn, but I wasn't disappointed with Toyota. Oh, wow! Yeah, like, I think very, they just missed. I think you just LTC missed my boys. whole
2: spiel <laughs> about Bubba. You would have loved it. I, I finally gave some compliments to Bubba. So, speaking of LTC, that, man, they got the boy this, Parv good.
0: over there, the Bush fan. I guess they had some engine woes, and like it was like lap 30, they were blowing up or dropped a cylinder or something. Took it to the garage, they came back out there and pretty much tested. He gained 10 positions just running laps with cars failing and blowing up and hitting smacking walls. The 18 car went from 37th to 27th. I mean, yeah. that's, that's some points that could be needed down the line. Yeah, uh, and
2: they mentioned that. Yeah, they mentioned that in the broadcast. And we were talking about, you know, losers of the week. Kyle Busch is a winner, in my opinion, for going yeah. back out there and doing what Kyle Busch does and making up all that time. <laughs> they said he was just off the lead lap time. Like, he was catching up. Right. Like he, yeah, was he was running. They said
0: he was two-tenths off the leader's
2: speed. And exactly. It was like, there you go. He was my, running.
0: To my eyes, like, that's just like, hey, we're 50 laps down, whatever. Let's go out here and do pretty much do an open test session for the fall race. Or or do they have two dates this year at Dover? I don't even know. That's
2: a good question.
0: I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I can't if either. If anything, yeah. it's an open test session pretty much is what you're getting. That's free practice. Uh, yeah. And we all know – Well, I guess we got two of them, but god dang, dude. The Stuart Haas,
1: like...
0: empire just crumbling every week crumbling. eric omarola yeah. finally having some speed and still gets plagued by the black pearl is there it is no fall date is eric omarola with that tire sam dude like that was a big that was a big hit but when he got out and was like oh god Jesus!" yeah holy shit i was like oh fuck he's that was way up, worse dude. than i
2: thought yeah yeah.
0: and then they, they replayed it dude i mean he's you're diving into it really they always they always talk about the G-force diving in the corners, and it snaps. When right. they replayed
2: it, and yeah. it showed him hitting the walls, like, "Whoa, that actually was surprisingly yeah, it was
0: a hard, hard, lick, dude!" And yeah, I hated it I think, for
2: him. I think Clint even said he probably got the wind knocked out of him because yeah. of the force. Um, yeah, I would say that is a good point right here. The concern for the back issues because right. he broke his back. Yeah, so that could be a concern. Um, Justin said that he thinks Eric Amarola is the biggest loser of the day. I disagree. I, I'm going to stick with my guns and say that Martin Truex Jr. was the biggest loser of the day, just because everybody picked him to be the winner. And so if you're even outside the top 10 at that point, you're a big loser. He finished way worse than that. Eric Amarola did what Eric Amarola has been doing all season. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's almost like,
0: I think this thing's going to go all the way to the end. Like, it's just the 10 cars this year is over, man. It's almost God. cursed. Yeah. It is that's, a black That's why I,
2: I wouldn't say he's the biggest loser. Just because it's like, what's new? I mean, he this a, thing happening.
0: Is, I hate It's like, if he, he was running like 25th and that happened, it'd be like, man, that's a, that was a hard lick. But he was up in like 10th. And then like, he was back yeah, 10th well, the 15th. Yeah. Having a good day, like maybe get some points out of this. And that hard lick. Another one, rookie mistakes. Chase Briscoe was up in the top 15, and then he falls back yep. a little. And I think I was just a rookie being a rookie, the leaders there. And he I don't know if the tire was going down or he just lost in one. Slams it in the wall. He finishes like P35. Uh, just yeah, a real 35. shitty day. Only had 37 cars in the race. I didn't even know that one. But uh, there was a couple of cautions. Uh, it was a—it was a entertaining Dover race, I would say. I was pleased with the whole thing. I was uh, – Never once was like, oh fuck this, I'm falling asleep. But uh, there were some definitely goods and bads from this race.
2: That I yeah, I mean, I I think I was entertained throughout pretty much the entire race. Uh, you know, it's it's Fox, it's Fox Sports, so they're not going <laughs> to get all the best stuff. So you you are going to miss some action there. But overall, I think it was a pretty good race. I think just the main thing of this entire race is Hendricks' dominance. You
1: know, yes, I think that's, that's the, the, the
2: the biggest takeaway is holy shit. It's just Hendrick is almost in a league of their own at this point.
0: It, well, that's the thing is, like, we had a Toyota dominate last week. Had Chevys all up front this week. Is like next week, we could, who knows what we'll have at the That's true. Point. It's a total unknown. I think I know what number car will probably be leading. I think it's on our screen right now. Um, but <laughs> there was only one Toyota in the top ten today. That's kind of concerning. I mean, I know they only got a few cars, but. They did have some woes. Uh, Chevy, man, it's good to see Chevy out here kicking ass. I know I'm. I got well, and who teams and who me. would have
2: thought of the Hendrick lineup? You know, with Trace Elliott, William Byron, Kyle Larson, that yeah. Alex Bowman was going to be the first one on the team to get multiple wins. Yeah, he's uh, the who first, would have he's said the, that? he's the only second driver in all in NASCAR right now to have yeah. more than one win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've always known Alex Bowman's good. You know he's a two-win kind of guy, maybe. But right now he is the—it's Martin Truex Jr. with three wins, and Alex Bowman with two wins. And that's
0: That's one thing I almost—you see how Larson's dominating so many races and then not getting the dub—is like, okay, that's cool and all, but with the way this playoff format goes and everything, is if we go through these rounds and Larson keeps choking some wins like this, well, those guys that get wins are going to go on. And those guys right. are going to advance. Say, go to Phoenix and for the final four. Yes. And Larson won't. I'm not saying right. this is going to continue forever. Larson's going to rack off some wins, but I it's assume it's so. like but yeah, no, you have a good dude, point. You can't keep with, doing that with how the playoff system
2: up. is. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's not the chase anymore. So you you got to get the wins. He's. I don't want to. It it sounds bad, but he is kind of falling in the in line with Denny Hamlin, with a guy that just keeps running up in the top five and it's not pulling out the wins. Obviously, Larson has a win, so that's good. You know, he's secured his cell, But he's kind of fallen into that same stage with Hamlin. Two guys running up front. It's like them and Martin Truex Jr. that are always running up front. The difference is Truex, is he is getting, getting the wins, right? <laughs> yeah. He has three victories. I mean, he's doing it. So it is a little bit concerning for Larson fans out there that, that he's not finishing these things when he probably should be. Um, that that being said, I mean Alex Bowman, uh, you got to give it to the the pit crew on this yeah. on for today. I mean it really came down to that.
0: What well, and Fox said they had the fastest pit stop all season, and I was kind of like, damn, like I didn't know that was the thing. Like yeah, I mean on, on his radio, all season.
2: on his radio after he crossed the the checkered, um, and he said like this win was all y'all. Like I this yeah. wasn't me, this was y'all, and he's right. Like it really was. That's why he won. I mean obviously. He had to finish the race you know i'm not saying it's not just it's not only him but yeah it, it was the pit crew i mean they got the win and that's one of my concerns moving forward with you know nascar limiting the importance of of pit strategy essentially that's what concerns me is you can nascar is like the only racing series where you see shit like this happen where yeah. pit strategy wins races you know right how quick you can get in and get out will win a race
0: Yeah. Well, like Larson said in his interview was that we were all kind of the same speed. It was about track position and they got me off pit road and I couldn't get him. Like he had clean air and I, he pulled away and I was like, the Dominic, I think he led like 260 something laps, dominated the race and then couldn't catch the guy that beat him off pit road. Like you were saying with the teamwork is that's one thing with the one lug coming up is like, we've talked about who can get around the car, who can get one lug fast, whatever. But it's like, yeah, man, the pit crews do not get the credit. That was one thing I wish we had more emphasis on. Pit crews, like, I don't I want to know their names, I want to know what they're doing. Who's training, That's what is true, like, who's the best?
2: Like, yeah, yeah,
0: football teams when they get traded around, we don't hear about that. Who's uh, yeah, whatever, whoever's on whoever's team.
2: That would like, be actually kind of cool to be like, yeah. oh, Kyle Bush, his team yeah. just picked up Ooh, this, yeah, they the you know, entire changer from, from this guy from this other team, yeah, I'm and he's been tearing it up. That's true. That actually would be kind of entertaining. I don't know yeah. if it's only weird fans like us that would like to hear that, but yeah, that would be entertaining.
0: Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I think it would be cool to be like, so-and-so's got – they just picked up this guy. or Oh, yeah, he's been really slow on the left rear stops. So right, he didn't, we're, yeah. we're drop He got cut. Uh, You know, or, hey, they're scouting this guy from this college. He's going to be real hot shit on the tire change. Yeah, there's know. this guy, there's know this, know this guy from
2: Arco that they're gonna pull up because yeah. he's incredible. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, have you seen <laughs> the Infinity
0: be... training program, bro? Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that would like, actually be really cool. All that stuff like,
0: like, is like under the wraps, like no, they don't right, even that happens. it
2: up. That definitely happens, you know. They have I, to make sure they have the best.
0: I remember they like I think it was Fox tried doing like a pit crew member of the week kind of bullshit and they were just like hey, he went to this college and played on this team, and he
2: does pick right now. Mm-hmm. When they started and, getting the, like, college football players. Yeah,
0: that was yeah. all they did. But, like, I was like, dude. That was what, like hear- two years ago or something? Yeah, we should be hearing this every ago. week. I want to yeah. be like, hey, our roster for next year is this.
2: I remember that was a couple seasons ago. They, they picked out a few teams. Austin Dillon's team was one of them, where they're yeah. picking up these college, ex-college football players that didn't make it to the NFL. And it's a, you know, feel-good story. It was really cool. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I was really entertained that I got to meet those guys actually um, yeah. on a team. And so it was I'd really like cool. to be like,
0: I'd like to, or I know NASCAR is issuing the pit guns, but it's like, I want to know what guns are using, what Jack manufacturer, uh, the gas cans, like, or so-and-so's got new cleats today or new shoes. Like, what well, I want to hear just as much about pit crew as I am the driver. I know we're all dedicated to, a you know, the car and the driver or whatever. Or like, hey, they just got this new car chief dude. He graduated from so-and-so, and the motherfucker's got a calculator that is faster and shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, because, well, I mean, what if they were hyping up stuff like that, though? Yeah. Um, about, like, Alex Bowman's team today. And then yeah. that shit happens? That would have been, like, the biggest story. Yeah, we would have been, been like, deserved, "Holy dude. shit!" They paid off. Like they had this strategy going into it. They had these dudes on the team that are supposed to be incredible, and then it all yeah. paid off. Yeah, it would be, I think, pretty entertaining to get to hear more stuff like that.
0: Well, one another thing is like, how about the team swapping around? I know it's different; the card numbers just changed, really. But it's like the forty-eight back in Victory Lane at Dover, Jimmy's playground. But it's like the forty-eights already racked off two wins when they ain't won in three years, and it's like t- with Bowman, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. Who would have guessed? Yeah, it's wild. I mean, the 48, man, the the mile the monster gets to keep keep that car oh, yeah. in its that clutches. Was, that
0: was one thing I was like, wow, I guess, you know, they're just kind of like, hey, we left it, Jimmy. Let's shout out,
2: Jimmy. They saved like, the 48 money. One,
0: the 48 was race. <laughs> it's like, hey. Yeah, We're the just, guy that decided to uh, put it up there was like, I told y'all. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, you could have put your money here. I,
2: exactly. I think next season, I'm just going to, yeah, we'll start to do that, like whatever car <laughs> they're holding um yeah i, I mean I, I thought it was a really entertaining race uh for, for Dover you know it's it wasn't the most entertaining race we've had all season i don't think it was the most boring race we've had all season
0: i think it's another check mark for the 750 package another dub for the 750 package really put on a show today
2: yeah yeah that's a good point um, cars were
0: sliding cars were everywhere i mean i, I liked what I saw yep
2: yeah I think most people did when I was, you know, reading what people had to say. It seemed like most people were entertained. It, like I said, it wasn't the best race all season, but it was far from the worst. And in terms of a Dover race, I think it was really good. Yeah. There was a
0: hell, they kept highlighting a couple bumper runs, Brad getting loose. Uh, did you see Denny move Ryan Blaney out? A while? Wait, that's another one. Ryan Blaney was up in like the top three when all of a sudden he gets a flat right front tire, has the pit. Like, I kind of hated it for them because he was having a good day, but it was like,
2: there's I think he different. finished P12, right?
0: Yeah, somewhere right Pretty there. Sure. Right behind I think Bubba. he finished right
2: behind yeah. Bubba. That's why yeah. I was like, ooh, if he catches up to Bubba, they're best friends. What's going to happen?
0: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he had a good run, 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 run still top 12. But, uh, man, I just it was good to see cars getting loose and sliding all over the place.
2: Yeah, and I'll be interested to see, obviously, in the Wednesday episode we can talk about this, but the changes in the point standings because um, Alex Bowman is 14th. And so I'm thinking he's going to move up pretty solid.
0: Well, it's always like – it's not confusing because, like, I get it. But they'll be like, the point standings, Then they'll be like, the playoff standings. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like, I get, like, that's where if the playoffs started now, this is what it would look like. But then they're like, and the point standings. It's like that's what it is currently. But when the playoffs start, we're going to switch the shit all around. I'm going to be games. honest. It is confusing.
2: I think pr- most like, people think it's confusing, which is – I feel like with problem. new
0: fans, they're probably like – what, the, what fuck?
2: the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. which that was going to be my point. It's, it's a problem because we have new fans coming in, and when you have something very confusing, it kind of makes people back up and go, like, I don't know. This is a little much. Like, I don't know if I want to be part of this.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely get really confused when the All-Star pops up.
2: Yeah. I oh, Sir Bones is sleeping, but now is like,
0: yeah. Dude, Maybe. I can totally see that he was in final eight last year. Totally, like. Yeah, if something happens, especially the way he's running this year, he's gonna have some points. I was just gonna say he
2: technically is running like in the top four drivers right now. Yeah, in my opinion, he has two wins. You know, I mean, if we're if we're going off wins, which is what the playoffs are based on, he he's one of the best.
0: I think at this point, especially, I know we're gonna have some wild road courses coming up, and I think you'll see your usual players up front at those. Maybe some guys squeak out some good top tens. But you're going to start to see – now is the point we're going to start seeing those guys get multiple wins. guys already have wins. Maybe the 11 and 4 get a win here and there, the 9. But it's like some guys are going to start racking off multiple wins, and it's going to be who can get them playoff points at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we only need 10 more guys to get wins to have a top 16 all with a W.
0: Well, what that's what today was 12 races, 10 winners. No, is
2: that no? I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six. Yeah, it's six. So it seems right.
0: Yeah, we got 10. What hell, shit. how many more races? We got 14 more races
2: to the playoffs. Is that right?
0: Hell, I don't know, dude. All I, I know, know is
2: six drivers that haven't got a victory yet. If there's six new winners, that would be at least sixteen drivers. Yeah, with wins, and at that point, you have to, you know, they're they're gonna. Have we to gotta start doing way. some math, yeah. right?
0: We're not good at math. <laughs> not <laughs> when we've been drinking beers, at least.
2: <laughs> so uh, I put together a little thing that oh, you might be interested in. Um, I, you know, it probably doesn't affect you, but it affects people like me and other people that I've talked to. You know, we have friends that live in random parts of the country and there is granted there is a NASCAR race in Austin now. So it's, I guess I shouldn't like,
0: that honestly fell in your lap. Like, I mean, I know you live close to Coda, but when they're like NASCAR is coming to Coda, you're like, okay. Right.
2: No, I'm right there. Yeah. There was nothing like, there was no, nothing behind it at before. But yeah, yeah, it just fell into my lap. So, you know, I live in Austin and prior to this race coming to Koda, the – the the track up in fort worth was the closest one that's a solid three hours away and then after that kansas is 10 hours and talladega is 12. anything past that it's like a 24 hour drive i mean it made
0: me feel so grateful
2: right and so there's a lot of people like me a lot of nascar fans out there that don't get to live in places that are near tracks or where they can go to a lot of races
1: you know even
2: even here we had two races in texas And that's most Texans. They only get, you know, two. They might go to one of them. Whereas if you live where you live, you can go to a million. So, being the mathematician that I am, speaking of us doing math, I decided to look at a map, look at where all the tracks are, and kind of pinpoint cities and decide the 10 best cities to live in America if you're a NASCAR fan. Ooh. And so I have this list. I've done it. I like your list. With math. Right. So this is, there's no opinion behind this. This is pure math. No factual
0: Um, evidence. The numbers are due to change.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, when the schedule changes, yeah, actually. So what I did is, uh, I broke it down into like four different categories, uh, average distance from NASCAR tracks within 300 miles. So, you know, like Charlotte, you know, you have like X amount of tracks, um, that are within the 300 miles. And then you take an average. So you divide that by how. Okay. You, right. Okay. So I break it down like that. And then I do number of tracks within 300 miles. So they get a score for the number of tracks. Um, and then. You have
0: had some time on your hands.
2: And then number of races. This is a whole thing. You're brainstorming on the ninth tee. This is a whole thing. <laughs> Just shut up and listen. Then I break it down by number of races. Right. So, like, Charlotte, okay. for instance, gets a lot more races than, you know, Atlanta, stuff like that. And then share percentage share of fans, which is the thing I found, um, the statistic survey thing back in 2018. That was the latest year they had it. They do a share of fans. And so I've broken it down, given them each scores for how they rank in each of those four categories, and then came out with the conclusion based on pure numbers. So I have the top 10 best cities in America to live, if you're a NASCAR fan, if you're somebody like me, and you're like, man, I don't live in a good NASCAR area, I would like to relocate to a, a good NASCAR area. Well, I need to get here the are,
0: fuck out of here and get to some NASCAR races.
2: Here are ten cities you can live in. All
0: right. Okay. Is this is this any order or just ten to one? No, this is.
2: Um, you know what? I'll do I'll do the bottom. So like ten up to one. How about that? All
0: right.
2: Okay. So technically, it starts at number eight because there's a couple ties. So it's like the 10th city, but technically they would be number eight because there's a few ties. The numbers why. Um, Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee with a score of 6.75. So I'm giving you my numbers. Dude, um, you should go to MIT or something. I know. I should, right? <laughs> or at least teach a, teach a lecture on yes. NASCAR statistics. Number seven. Following it up in the volunteer state once again, Knoxville, Tennessee. Ooh,
0: two Tennessees right off Tennessee's, the bat, yep, dude.
2: Yeah, right granted they are at the bottom. Cool state periods. Yes. Tennessee is a cool state, and I think it really helps them with the addition of the Na- the national race, obviously, because that cool. helped with um, you know distance to a track. It helped with cool. adding an extra you race. You can go north
0: or south. From that's that's another thing.
2: Yeah, you um so you know you can go to Talladega, you can go to Atlanta. Um, Charlotte gets a little bit further, but either way, yeah, you can go north and south. Them losing the Kentucky race kind of hurt Tennessee because that was close to Tennessee. True. But adding a Nashville race is even better because now it's just yeah. right in their state. Um, moving on to number six, Jacksonville, Florida, with a score of 5.5. Wow!
0: wow.
2: Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, I didn't see that um, one coming in. I love yep, Jacksonville, Jack-
0: man. It's a fun Jacksonville, Florida.
2: You know where they actually really excelled was kind of random was share of fans. They had a good percentage for share of fans. Apparently, they got a lot of fans in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, And now we have a tie at fifth, so we get two placed at fifth. Um, The first one, Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia, with a score of four point five. I think people forget, I forgot until I looked it up, how many tracks you can drive to if you're in Virginia. It's well, say insane. You
0: can go north. You can go there's north. There's two. Sag- there, well, there's two
2: in Virginia. There, yeah. In Virginia. Then you, Charlotte, Darlington, uh, Bristol. Yeah. You yeah. can go north. There's Dover. I mean.
0: I got some buds in Virginia, man. They live like 20 minutes from Martinsville, and they go to quite a bunch of races. I'm
2: like, hey, not motherfuckers. Th- <laughs> not to mention the share of fans. Virginia had a shit ton. Like all of the Virginia area, though it's like covered with, they have a lot of NASCAR fans in Virginia apparently, which is wild to me. I had no idea. Um, And then tied with them at number five. Any guesses? Mm.
0: I want to say like Midwest. Uh,
2: You would guess wrong. I'll tell you right now, it's all in the South.
0: Oh shit, Atlanta,
2: Atlanta, Georgia. Good guess. Oh, that's yep. a good guess. Atlanta, so Georgia, afraid. tied with Richmond for fifth with I'm a kinda, score of I mean, four point
0: five. I'm in good distance to go to a little, quite a few races.
2: Yeah, you are. Like I said, these are cities, so it's not just like rural towns. I'm sure there's yeah. like towns in the middle of nowhere that are like, you Man. know, the mecca, right? Because you're just in between everything. This has to be like around a hundred thousand people minimum to be considered a city, in my opinion. Um... But, yeah, Atlanta really excelled in number of tracks in the area, um, excelled in number of races in the area. And, um, you know, Sheriff fans didn't do quite as well. But those those are the areas that Atlanta really excelled in. Number four, Raleigh, North Carolina. No surprise there. We're starting to hit the North Carolina um, areas now. Yeah, the Carolinas. Yeah, they they tear it up. I mean, (laughs) we shouldn't be surprised there. Yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina coming in at fourth, makes sense. Uh, Number three, Greenville, South Carolina.
0: Okay. They did, yeah.
2: Greenville, Greenville, yeah, Greenville had a really good area because it's close to all North Carolina, Bristol. uh, You can go into Tennessee, down to Atlanta, and then you can go up north to Virginia to those races as well. So Greenville did really well. And now we're getting into the heavy hitters. There's two tied for number two. This one I think will surprise everyone, Roanoke, Virginia.
0: Wow, the Virginia man—they're—they're
2: they're getting two towns on
0: this song. I Roanoke, guess?
2: Virginia, tied for second best city to live if you're an NASCAR fan. Roanoke, Virginia. Have you ever been to Roanoke, Virginia? I have never even like. I don't I was think like I've it, been to
0: Roanoke. Like, yeah. I've been for, through Virginia like several times. It's real pretty and
2: everything. I'm also like, Virginia is very. pretty, but yeah. I don't
0: mind coal, so I really don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I've never like spent any time in Roanoke. I never even thought about it. But location-wise, they're in a great location for a lot of races. It's really close to Martinsville, actually, which is something I never knew. It's really, really close to Martinsville. But I think the biggest thing that ex- excelled for them was they were ranked number one for share of fans, for share of NASCAR fans. They were ranked right above. No
0: fucking people live in Roanoke.
2: Right? They had 32% of NASCAR fans in Romano. Who's doing this damn poll? <laughs> Romano, Virginia. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. It seems almost made up because it seems wild. Location-wise, it's very good. But the share of the fans, I, just, I had no idea. If anybody that listens to this show... Is from the Roanoke area. I'd love to hear from you because <laughs> if this is really like a NASCAR mecca, I'm moving there tomorrow. It sounds awesome. Um, tied for second is Greensboro, North Carolina, another North Carolina location. It's, Damn. In the, it's in the Piedmont region, you know, famous for NASCAR. That's old school NASCAR shit. Not really surprising uh, because they're also north of Charlotte. So they're close enough to go to the Virginia races as well, but close enough to go down to Darlington and stuff like that. Yeah, um, And they were also high on the Sheriff fans. They were ranked number three. And I'm number con- one... I'm
0: concerned with who's number one. Who we got here.
2: Well, this shouldn't be a surprise. You should guess this. What Charlotte. city? Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously it's Charlotte. <laughs> that should have that's been...
0: That's where the they Hollywood. all fucking
2: live. That's where they all live. I mean, let's be honest. It's... it's Yeah. Um, there's no surprise there. It is where Charlotte is from. If you're a NASCAR fan, that's like... It's like trying to work in the film industry and live anywhere other than Hollywood or LA. You know, it's like if you want to be in the NASCAR community, you want to be in the NASCAR world, you kind of have to live in Charlotte. I mean, it's the Hollywood. I almost moved to Mooresville
0: once, man. I was trying Mm -hmm. to chase a dream and like I almost moved there. It's like I feel like all that area just is NASCAR. And if you ain't with it, then
2: go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like Houston and oil. Like if you ever, <laughs> I, I lived in Houston and it's, you know, it's a stereotype, but it's true. Like everybody, when they get out of college works in oil, like that's that whole city is run by oil. I feel like that's how Charlotte is for NASCAR. It's like people just work in NASCAR because it's such a big industry there. So it's banking and NASCAR in Charlotte. That's, that's a gene in Charlotte. So it shouldn't, it should come as no surprise that Charlotte was my number one city to live. If you're a NASCAR fan, I'll just go down the list one more time real quick. Number one, Charlotte. Number two, Greensboro, North Carolina. Tied for number two, Roanoke, Virginia. Number three, Greenville, South Carolina. Number four, Raleigh, North Carolina. Number five, Atlanta, Georgia. Tied at number five, Richmond, Virginia. Number six, Jacksonville, Florida. Number seven, Knoxville, Tennessee. And number eight, Nashville, Tennessee. It's 10 cities with two ties. So that's what it came out to. If you're from any of those areas, we'd love to hear from you. I'd like to hear what it's like in those areas. It'd be really cool. I know. I know. For instance, Dakota, you're from the Atlanta area, and obviously the city of Atlanta isn't going to be like you know heavily NASCAR, right? Because it's NASCAR. But yeah. but I, I I'm sure you know some of the more rural areas where you're I at still there are NASCAR fans. I still fans.
0: spot some NASCAR swag in the wild. Right.
2: Yeah, you don't see that around here. So no. even when we went to that bar in your town, and there was like NASCAR shit in the bar, I was like, yeah. you don't see that in Texas. Like that's not a thing. Um, No, you've go
0: to several places where I'd be like, dude, let me buy that
2: Kevin Hood. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's that's not a thing here. And so I think maybe people that grow up in areas like that that actually have NASCAR fans don't really understand. It's like once you leave those areas, you don't see stuff like that. That's not common. So for our listeners that are like me in areas where NASCAR is not a big thing, there you go. If you want to relocate to a NASCAR area, I just give you 10 options. Pick one of them. If you're from those areas – Love to hear from you. Let me know what it's like, especially if you're from Roanoke, Virginia.
0: Yeah. Just
2: wild. That was the wild card (laughs) of this whole thing.
0: I got some buddies from the, uh, for podcast or whatever, the NASCAR podcast. They live up there near Roanoke and,
2: uh,
0: yeah. And uh, they always talked about like, they would drive, they would drive to this race, drive to that race. And I'd be like, dude, fucking Virginia. Like I would never guess. But then when you look at a map, you're like, yeah, like, yeah, it's really
2: weird. I wouldn't have thought I, I, um, I know one person from Richmond and he's born and raised diehard NASCAR fan. So yeah. uh, apparently it's a thing in Virginia. I, I've been kind of sleeping on, so we might have to go check out some of these races up in Virginia. Check out some
0: Virginia races.
2: Yeah. There's two of them. Martinsville would be real fun. Oh, um, That's uh, We'll get to that one on Wednesday's episode. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> That's a little hype. Yeah. So everybody tune in on Wednesday. We will have a guest. We'll see. We'll see. Um, What guest? You know, we'll see if the guest actually shows up this time or we'll have to pull a wild card again, which seems pretty common for us. Um, Which, by the way, if you're watching half of the guests we have, we ask like that morning if they'll come on because some other guest bailed. So that's how unorganized (laughs) this shit is.
0: It's a revolving door of guests that yes or no questions.
2: Yeah. Well, they say yes. They'll say yes weeks in advance because I like to be prepared. And then, like, day before, they're like, nope, sorry, I'm out. So, you know. It is what it is, but yeah, we'll definitely be here Wednesday. The show goes on. Yeah, we'll definitely be here Wednesday unless we're not, uh, <laughs> or we'll be here Thursday at that Subject point. We'll see. To change. Yeah, we'll figure out something, but we'll be here probably Wednesday. Big we'll week a-
0: coming up for you, bro. Coda, yeah, baby. I was gonna
2: say we're gonna have a lot Coda. to talk about. Code is coming, and we're gonna talk about our bucket list races. It'll be a really good episode. We'll have a guest on, Very so check that out. And also, everybody, uh, everybody, go by Yeti. You can see on the hey. bottom, go, buy, go buy Yeti. Um, we have a link in the description if you're on YouTube. If you're on Twitter, it is in the uh, bio. There's a link like in our bio. If you're going to buy anything Yeti, click on that link and purchase it through that link. That's the only way you can buy Yeti. Don't ever buy Yeti without hey, that link. Boom. Yeah. Coldest
0: cups in the game, baby.
2: Coldest cups in the game. Um, yeah, so everybody, thanks for watching. We had a good time in Dover. Hey.
0: Dover done and done, and we are going to Coda this week. Let's get it, dude. Are we? Are we you, going to You are, you bitch. Somebody has a
2: career and that's <laughs> the
0: work, motherfucker. Oh, hey.